Hey there, here we are at episode 14 of season nine of the Simplify Multiply show. And my guest today is Jennifer Holland. And Jennifer and I are relatively newly acquainted. And I uh, connected with Jennifer um, on LinkedIn, I believe. And we had a conversation, just, you know, set up a time to talk. And because we have a, a very similar background with we're both creatives and we both are in branding and messaging and things like that in our businesses. And I'm like, I need to meet this woman. She just sounds super cool. And we had the best first conversation. <laughs> it was like we were just I think we were on the phone for over an hour. It was just the best thing ever. And so we we were starting to talk about my podcast and bravely making your business 1000% you and a really cool thing happened during the conversation and I said I have to have you on my show. So listen to my conversation with Jennifer and you can hear all about what came out of that conversation and what she has to share and what we both co-created in this wonderful conversation around bravely making your business 1000% you. Enjoy. If you are a solopreneur and want growing your business to be easier, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply Show, hosted by award-winning creative, business development expert, and tactical coach, Terry Pappy. The Simplify and Multiply Show promises to become your practical, tactical, and motivational guide to succeeding as a solopreneur. Hey there, Solo. I'm Terry Pappy, and I created Simplify and Multiply to provide you a place where you can discover how to make your business more profitable. I'm going to do this by helping you remove the complexity from marketing and business development. So if that sounds good to you, listen in. Jennifer, welcome to the Simplify and Multiply show. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Had awesome. a nice vacation and now back at it full force this week. Good. Good. Well, you're going to give me a nice debrief on that vacay because that sounded splendid. <laughs> so I, you know, it's just for my listener, I wanted to share that when Jennifer and I are kind of new friends and uh, I reached out to her to talk about a couple of different things. One, the podcast was one, but more just to really get to know her and understand her business a little bit because we have a lot of similar background things. And believe me, three hours later on that first call. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we we realized that, you know, there's something unique we need to talk about on the podcast. And uh, we'll get into that in a second, but I just want you to know that Jennifer has an amazing uh, business that still gets into corporate. And so what I, what I wanted to talk with Jennifer about today was about how do we distinguish or blend our corporate self with our solopreneur self. And I'll, I'll be getting into that in a second, but I just wanted you to know that this all was very inspired, this conversation. And so I, I just wanna dive in and start talking. Uh, Jennifer, I wanna start talking with you about your business and what have you shifted and changed and just kind of learned about being a solopreneur, being a consultant and doing the work that you're doing in the corporate environment with these companies and helping them with their branding and their, you know, just their whole, like, what do we say? What is our story? How do we, you know, make this work? And how has that changed for you from when you were in corporate? Hmm. 
Um, I think that the biggest thing is just like, you know, when you reach out to someone uh, or someone reaches out to you and they're obviously there's a pain point there. Uh, what I hear most often is we got all these communications and I, there must be a way to simplify that. Uh, yes, there is. Let's get it down to the simple first three things. And that has been a very easy transition um, into the world that I'm in because that's a one-on-one -on -one conversation. At the mm -hmm. end of the day, it's still a one-on-one -on -one conversation, with, yeah, no matter where absolutely. you're coming from. So mm -hmm. if you're from corporate or you're working as a solopreneur, it, 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 people are people and human behavior doesn't change. So mm -hmm. what you've learned in corporate is directly applicable as a solopreneur into those audiences or those um, people that you're in relationship with, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it's a very easy transition. I think the hardest thing for me was um, not having someone to hand stuff off to anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. That's yeah. so learning new efficiencies and learning how to apply technology differently and how to structure. You know, I'm not an automation fan. I'm not a. I, I'm not one of those push it out marketing people. I believe in mm -hmm. attraction marketing. If people want mm, like what that. you have to offer, then they're going to look for you and find you. As long as you're you're clear, you're consistent, and you connect. And you consistently say the same thing, the one same thing that you want to be known for. If you're mm -hmm. not doing that, then everybody's getting a bunch of clutter about you. And I don't know, she's good, but I don't really know that much about, I don't really know why, but I, I think beauty should be good for you. That doesn't help them sell you right. or offer your services. God, that's so. a great point for referral-based business. You know, when people say, oh, I get my business referral. It's like, okay, how are you getting referred? And are the people getting referred to you actually fits? Because if right. they're not fits, that means you're not clear on your message. And, and the people that are referring you don't know how to refer you properly. Exactly. And a lot of people don't really think about it like that, which is really interesting. And yeah. I remember um, when you and I were first talking, and we were just kind of like being girls and just talking about business and, you know, like, oh, what, what are you going to do? Tell me about. And then soon as I asked you, this is really interesting because I've done this myself. That's why I'm smiling. Okay, I know where you're can't going. see my smile, but you can hear it my voice. <laughs> when I asked you about your work, you your the way you were talking shifted into my best way to describe it is into very professional <laughs> corporate speak. And as I was listening to you, I was like, wow, this gal's really got her sh shit together. You know, <laughs> she knows her stuff and she just like locked into this, you know. And but what was funny was we kind of got off of that onto another topic where we were girls again. And it was like, hey, you know, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And, and I remember stopping at one point and I said, you know, I want to point something out to you because it fit perfectly into what I'm focusing on in this season. And I've had some great guests that so far this season about bravely making your business 1000% you. And I called you out that there was a disparity there. There was a difference in who you were as Jennifer hanging out with Terry, talking about work and laughing and swearing and ba ba ba, And then there was like, click, locked into professional consultant mode. And this is who we are and how we're talking. Not that you were sounding like that, I'm just being weird. But that was a really interesting thing for me to witness and for you to have that drawn to your attention because I don't know that, did you realize that you had shifted like that? 
I did not realize it until you said, and I remember this distinctly, there she is. There's Jennifer Holland. <laughs> There's the real Jennifer. Yeah. So, and then I was like, oh, I didn't even realize. I had no idea that I was shifting personas, you know? And I think that really speaks again to the people connection, right? Typically when you're in a corporate environment, you don't have a close relationship with the people and you don't know someone. So you are speaking sort of at a safe level, I will say, right, right. you know, let me demonstrate my expertise and knowledge and then let me just back up and listen. But then when we connect with someone, there's this whole other level that takes place. Right. Mm. You know, and, and it, I don't care, even though we're not in the same room, we were on a telephone call. We didn't even have video to help. Exactly. And yet there was this amazing connection happening and it became, you know, I think when you get spirit to spirit, you, right. you really connect and you open in a way that allows the essence of who you are to really shine. And, and, you know, that doesn't always happen. That doesn't always happen in it. when you're out, um, if you're speaking publicly, uh, that can happen, but you have to kind of connect one-on-one with people in the audience for it to, to come up inside. So you really um, shining that light back on me like that to teach me that was awesome because I really um, have reflected a lot on that. And since I was going on vacation right afterwards, that was helpful. And I was able to recognize when I'm, when there's a fear, I think it's fear, even though I don't think of myself as a fearful person, but I think that's a fear that it's not, must not be safe to be all that you are. And mm. yet when you become more of who you are, perceptions change for the better. Yes. Most times, yes. you know, and yes. they feel, and since we've had that conversation, I have allowed more of who I am to be present in Yay. my conversation. Yes, it was awesome. And I have experienced greater engagement, greater mutual respect, greater connection. Uh, and it's been, yes. it, it's, it's been transformative and, mm. and it's allowed me to see things. I think when you get to that level, you can see better, you know, it's like mm. when you're in this other place, there's, this is my side of the, the fabric and that one's yours and we'll talk, but this, that opening that connection, it's more than knowledge and expertise more than skill it is something that is so deep and universal in the fabric of this universe you know and it's it was very powerful so thank you thank you well, thank that. you that was a lovely <laughs> acknowledgement and i and i love how you talked about it because this is something i want to i want to stay in this conversation a little bit more deeply and because there's so many ways we could talk about this. And one of the things, you know, you, you brought up fear. And I think that that could, you know, that that does have some validity because, you know, we're human beings are social beings, right? And so we're always wanting to calibrate against how we're perceived by others that are around us. As a solopreneur, and this, I'm, I'm sharing this from my own personal experience being in business 15 years, there's a lot about that's attached to not identity, but survivability. And mm. so as a solopreneur, what I experienced was I felt like in the early days, like I had to prove myself. Mm -hmm. I had to prove that 
you know, somebody needed to, uh, their website to look a certain way or they needed to understand their customer a certain way or, you know, and I'd spend a lot of time delivering and talking on the how, which they don't give a crap about that. They just want more business or more revenue right. or more whatever. Right. And their problem to go away. And, and, but what was interesting was because I didn't have the confidence in myself yet, I didn't have the the experience working with clients for many years to really mm -hmm. understand how it worked. Uh, my, you know, I had brought my corporate self from the cubicle when I was laid off of Marriott into my, you know, office at home and acted the same way. I, I kept talking to customers the same way. You know, it's very professional, very of service, you know, and here I am yep. thinking I'm, you know, whatever. But what's what's been a, a blessing for me is is especially in the last five years is allowing myself to really just kind of own my my own approach, my own ideas and to be free, free to talk about it and to, to share it with people. If this works for you, if this you know, this is kind of how I do it. Don't you want this? So it's it's a it's a combination of the confidence as well as the uh, taking care of survivability. You know, when you're wondering where your next paycheck or, or, or client check is coming from, you know, you, you're like, I'll do anything. <laughs> and so you're like, you know, you're like a little dog at the door going, give me a treat, give me a treat. And so it, it affects our behavior and how we show up. And I think the, the more mature we become in our business, the more we trust ourselves and know that we're capable and that, you know, like, I love when you said attraction marketing, because that is like, I'm like, yeah, Hail Mary. Sign me you up, know. right? Yeah, exactly. That's such a great way to, to put it. And I'm going to start using that phrase, too, because it is. You know, I mean, I even it say is. that on my site about attract better fit clients when you have more soul in what you're producing out there. Yeah. And and so but the other thing I wanted to talk about regarding like fear, confidence and that is there's a lot at stake. And I know, and I've learned a lot about this in just getting myself to be a better salesperson, if you will. I mean, I hate that terminology, but, you know, to be able to make an offer, to have a negotiation, to have a, a conversation about, you know, getting hired. And right. when you're a solopreneur, that is a lot at stake. And many solopreneurs, self-included, would project, okay, I'm going to lose this opportunity if I don't behave a certain way. If I don't project this, like you were saying, project this professional, right. I know my stuff, I'm a, you know, I can fix this problem, I'm capable, I have experience doing this, right? <laughs> and so I think I think it's at stakeness, right? Yeah, and I think right. that as we're as we're going into an opportunity to have a conversation, there's that kind of like tenseness around you know, like I've done sales training where it's like, oh, you have to say this and then that and there's a script and blah, 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 blah. Uh, you have to create tension and create, you know, go for the pain and all these things. And I'm just like, I am done with sales training. I will tell you that right now. And I've tried. <laughs> believe me, I've done. You name it. I mean, not to go off on a tangent here, but and those things don't allow us to show up as who we really are. And I think that's why time and time again, I've gone and invested all this money in this sales training and I always failed. Like I never was able to implement what they were saying is the right way to do it. It's because I wasn't being Terry. Right. And so finally right. giving myself permission to be me and to 
have that opportunity to create a real connection because I do care and I am capable and I have the skills and I, you know, I want to make it work. And if it's a fit, then great. Let's go. Let's fix this problem and let's have fun while we're doing it. And boy, let me tell you what, Jennifer, it's taken me a long time to get there. So I I loved all of that. And I know I just kind of gave you a lot, but like what what are some of your reflections on at stakeness and confidence and projecting this image? Like you said, you called it a persona and it feels like that. Terry will be right back with the rest of the show in just a moment. You know, if you'd like to stop doing what you don't want to do anymore and do more soul connecting work that only you can do, it's time to take action. You know, being more you is not just building a personal brand. It's also not showing everything you're doing every minute of every day to whoever will follow you. What today's more human marketplace wants is the real you. They want what only you can deliver in the unique way you deliver it. So don't sell yourself short. Give your audience the connection and the solutions they're longing for. And here's how. When you sign up for my free Pappy Club journal, every Monday I'll show you how to simplify your marketing, boost your personal brand, and bravely be 1000% you so you can attract your ideal clients and get the engagements you love to deliver. Go to tpappy.com and sign up to get inspiring audio, video, and written content I personally curate just for you. Let's simplify your world and show your 1000%. Sign up at tpappy.com and I'll see you next Monday in the Pappy Club Journal. Mm-hmm. It does. Well, first I, I will share with you, I had a, um, a colleague that out in California, And I remember one of the best stories ever I heard from her, which was she was telling a story about, and this woman was full of confidence. Mm. You could not dethrone her. And then she was magnificent. I, I adore her and deeply respect her. But the way she would stand up to, to respond to things. So was just, it was awe inspiring. So she was telling a story about how, uh, I guess she had done a, Someone had asked for her services. She had had done a presentation and, and for whatever reason, they didn't hire her that year. And she ran into him the next year. And he's like, yeah, you know, she says, well, so how are sales? She's asking the key questions, you know, how are sales? How's business? You know, he goes, oh, sales are down Well, this. And she said, yeah, if you'd hired me at this time last year, you wouldn't be having any of these problems. <laughs> I thought that was a great response. <laughs> Like, so oh I my just God, that's some gumption the right there. That was gumption. And, and you know, she she was fully confident in her expertise to know that that was a very true statement. That's yeah. the thing. It's, it, it didn't come across as arrogant. It arrogant, was bold, right. But it wasn't arrogant. It was just very, very bold. So that, yeah. that was interesting. And, and as far as me, I think I've, I keep, more than anything, I think I've kept a lot of my, personal side out of the business world, right? That's probably the place where I'm at stake. I think, oh, that's private. That's I'm, a, I'm, you know, I don't, I don't like a lot of information out there about me. I don't like mm-hmm. to, you know, be that, but, um, so that's, that's probably where it's been the most, like, I never used to tell anybody, you know, all, everything in my background, you know, the fact that I'm an artist, the fact, you know, I didn't share a lot of my personal gifts and talent, but it just felt like that wasn't appropriate or thing. And now I find that people enjoy that because then they share, oh, and I play guitar or I'm a like, 
I, I this wonderful story about all these fabulous collectible guitars and this amazing guitarist and who would have known, you know, but buttoned up, you know, <laughs> corporate executive and you're like, oh, wow. So now we, and I remember, um, I think it was Carla Harris. I don't know if you've ever read her. She came from the corporate world and um, she talks about this in her book. I can't remember the name of her book, but I remember reading it. And she talks about how she was, um, I think it was Burger King's jingle and she was pitching them and she got very close and then the guy's like she said well do you do you gonna have the jingle come back or whatever question she was asking him he said oh you know maybe and whatever the conversation took place she ended up saying oh but is it the full jingle and he said well what do you mean the full jingle and she had an incredible voice and she broke out in song and she had the whole jingle think words i've never heard before I actually heard her, her break out in song and do this in a wow. talk once. And wow. she had, it was a much longer jingle than I've ever heard from Burger King. Hold up, pickles, hold the lettuce, you know. Yeah, all that it's stuff. like a, a, probably a whole song with three choruses. It was a whole song. So it was hysterical. But, you know, she landed that account and she talks a lot about this topic. And I think, I don't, I don't think it's gender specific. I think mm -hmm. that everyone has this somewhat of a persona and to break away from that and be all that you are. And I do think you're right. I think it does come with maturity and wisdom because it takes a long time to recognize and collect your own accolades, your own, mm -hmm. yes, this worked because of this, this, and this, because these are the things that I can bring to this assignment. These are the things that I can do for this person. And then when you layer in that personal connection, that authentic self, mm -hmm. a thousand, yeah. you, thousand percent you, yeah. you know, then all of a sudden you get something new that's not been there before and that can't be replicated with anybody else. And now mm -hmm. that is truly unique. When you can be you in any relationship, it changes the dance and it becomes something new and no one can replace you in that moment. Whether they do business with you or not, that moment can't be replaced and that connection can't be replaced. So I think that's incredibly powerful because at the end of the day, it's people with people. That's mm -hmm. all we are. I mean, yep. it's not business to business. And I know I do a lot of B2B, but it's not business to business. It's people to people. And exactly. we all want the same things. And I think some of the stories in your newsletters and things that you put out are, are they're so universal. Yes. Right. So that's mm -hmm. why they're drawing the connections with people because they can relate. You know, mm -hmm. I thought I was the only one, you know, all these reality shows that are coming up now, which aren't real <laughs> versus some of the actual biographies and autobiographies that are very genuine mm -hmm. of what people are experiencing. And and nobody wants to feel alone. That's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Right. But nobody yep. wants to feel alone. So. If we're having an isolated feeling that we're not sharing with anyone, don't you think that must be one of the loneliest places in the world? Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Oh, man, you are beating my drum, baby. <laughs> you well. sure are. And you know what's what's cool is you know when you started uh, this last segment and your response, you were talking about you know you, you, that you're kind of a private person. And you didn't really feel comfortable sharing your personal life. And here's where I think is an important distinction. Sometimes people do interpret as, 
you know, 1000% you and being authentic and being vulnerable is where you're basically sharing your very innermost, very personal things. And it is so not the case. <laughs> so not the case. And, you know, it, it's almost like what you're doing is you're sharing your observation of an experience mm -hmm. from a very mm -hmm. real way, because we all have our own perceptions and our own desires, et cetera, et cetera. And what's really interesting is like, I don't care about things that happened to you in the past necessarily. I know that, you know, we've all been on our own journeys and we've all had our own traumas and experiences and highlights and things like that. What I'm interested in is what do you think about this right now? And what are you envisioning for your path moving forward? And I'm very futuristic in, in how I engage with people and how I talk with them. I'm very much about what's what what's here that we can peel back and grow from both of us, not just one person like I'm right. pointing out and being all judgy, you know, it's like <laughs> and and I think you're right when you said, you know, about what I write and stuff. It's like I share my own personal experience and observations for that reason, not like, mm. oh, you know, here's something I went through and look at poor me and and you know and i don't care what you had for dinner last night right so it's really about you know how honest can you be how much of your true emotion can you share and i think what that also does is at least this is how it's shown up for me is it gives you greater access to your emotions when you're mm -hmm. operating in a space of i'm an authentic person i'm going to be as real and open to connection as possible I'm not going to walk around real guarded and, you know, just like very self-judging about my own doings and goings on and thoughts and stuff. I'm going to be like, how can I, like you said, I mean, you nailed it, Jennifer, when you said connection, it really is about creating that connection. And instead of trying to force it, you know, just allow it to happen by just kind of shedding that mantle of persona and showing up with how you really feel about something. And it's so easy to get, <clears throat> excuse me, get into these conversations, <clears throat> excuse me, where we're trying to prove something, trying right. to look good, right? That's a big one. Trying to act like, oh, yeah, we got our, you know what, together when we sure as heck don't, right? <laughs> Nobody right. has their act together. Not one person. I don't care if you're Tony Robbins, the president. You know, I, you know, the Dalai Lama, nobody's got their, you know, what together, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Otherwise we wouldn't be here. <laughs> that's the truth. But I think that that's really interesting about, you know, the difference, the distinction around being authentic and vulnerable and, and exposing yourself to such a private thing in your life that you feel like you did, you went too far. Or right. that right. you know That's you're you you look like a fool, or all of a sudden all this negative self talk happens. I really think that it's if you're giving voice to what you're thinking and feeling, and there's empathy. Empathy is a big, and I know you do a lot of empathy mm -hmm. work in your stuff. Empathy is such a big part of it, and I think when you come from a place of empathy, it it's a lot more natural. And mm -hmm. not everybody is strong in the empathy muscle. Uh, there's a lot of people who are very logical and very, I don't want to say unemotional, but they're, Unattached. the way they look at things, yeah, is very different. And it's hard to have that empathy. So it's a little more challenging for those people to to share their authenticity because it comes off as uh, gruff and harsh and judgy. 
um, that that's what I've seen. And but that can be repaired as well, you know. And so it it really does service to have an element or degree of empathy in there. So that way you're kind of just like, it's like you're leveling the playing field. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I'm not better than you. I don't know more than you. I'm just over here doing my thing. And what do you think? Let's hang out together and just talk about it. Well, and I think too, if you're, when you get caught in the head drama, the unreality, the drama reality, whatever, um, you can't forge a deep connection or a genuine connection with anyone because you're, already you're it's all about you and that i think a lot of people don't mm, even realize point. when you're thinking about when you're all in your head with all that negative self-talk really you're still what you're doing is you're thinking about you yeah instead of if that stuff sort of just diffuses and fades away when you start trying to understand the other person period when that's what opens the door mm -hmm. for this deeper connection is just listening and trying to understand mm, so you know what are we really saying and i love what you said it's absolutely true it's being in the now it's being present in every moment you know we used to have a joke in my family the kids used to tease me because i would you know, at the dinner table, you know, what were they doing? They had their little phones up, right? Yep, you know, and yep. they're like texting people and putting it down. We're trying to have to, and I'm like, how many people are at the table with us right now? Because I know it's not just the four of us. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> That's <laughs> great. It's everybody you're talking to is here at dinner with us and I can't see them. <laughs> <laughs> so our rule oh, became those had to go to a basket somewhere oh, so we could sit funny. down and have a nice dinner oh <laughs> my gosh that's that hilarious <laughs> how many people are at the table we don't have that many chairs <laughs> oh that's great that is awesome well this has been really really interesting i i would love to talk more and more about this with you but um <laughs> i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to drag it out too much my poor listener is probably going oh boy um, but no, this is this is really great, Jennifer. And, and, you know, we covered some things that I have actually not talked about yet so far. So I really, I really appreciate that. And, and I just want to point out to my listener that, you know, notice where you're changing how you show up when you're talking to a prospect mm -hmm. or when you're in a networking situation and someone says, oh, what do you do? And then you go into your elevator pitch Sweet. or your spiel. And some of the spiels out there, let me tell you what, are awful. <laughs> They're awful. They're so robotic. And I notice how people change when they, it's like they're trying to remember the, you know, the, the American pledge or whatever, you know, uh, <laughs> I pledge allegiance <laughs> to the flag of the United States. You know, right. it's like they're trying to remember every word, right? So, but it, it's, it's funny when you can let that stuff go. Like I was talking about me and my sales training. Oh, boy. If you can just let that go and just show up as who you are and just let your light shine, then that's all people really. And you know what? It's so refreshing because people yeah. aren't doing that because they don't have access to it because they've been overtrained on how to be in business, how to sell, how to market, how to network, how to pitch, da, 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 right? They're so cluttered with all these other things that they're forgetting the very foundation. And it's so simple. Mm be clear yeah be consistent and connect because if you don't have clarity why you so like who you are what you do differently and why should i care those are my three go-to's that i tell people just those right. three things it's who simple. are you what do you do differently why should i care and then 
from that clarity position, move immediately to this consistency. How can you costly communicate and deliver on whatever that one thing is? Mm -hmm. One thing. Mm -hmm. What is it? Because sales comes from trust. Yep. Trust comes from consistency <laughs> in so many levels, in so many ways. And then the, then the connectivity can come. So I think mm -hmm. it, to your point, I think it's, it's, it's really very simple. And so often people are so wrapped up in, in the right sales process, the yeah, right the delivery, the, right, the mechanics, yeah. that's a good word for it, the mechanics yeah. of it, that they never have made it their own. And it's fine to have training, but then apply it to your unique self. So it truly can be proprietary. Yeah. Go, go with what resonates. And, you know, it's, it's funny because I'll just finish with this. I was talking to a wonderful woman in, in Canada this morning, and she uh, helps solopreneurs. She's a, a form of a coach, and she works in energy. And so she's, she's oh, really yeah, interesting, cool. yeah, what she does. And I asked her, I said, so of, of all of the solopreneurs that you help as clients, what is the one most prevalent challenge that they have that you see time and time again like a pattern and she didn't take but a second to answer like right away she knew exactly and she said they don't trust themselves and i was like boom that's it mic drop that's yeah it. i was like that was i mean i'm getting goosebumps just remembering that <laughs> conversation yeah they don't trust themselves so my invitation for all of us, myself and Jennifer and my listener included, is find ways where you can allow yourself, give yourself permission to trust that inner voice, to let yourself shine, to be the person that you were put on this planet to be and be fully expressed because the abundance will flow when you allow yourself to be your light. Beautiful. That's beautifully said. Did you write that? I don't know. I just, I just come up with this stuff. You inspire it, young lady. So, yeah, it's co-creation at its best. Boom. It, it is. It is. Well, it's been a pleasure as always. Love yes. chatting with you. So. Yes. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for being here. And um, I love our conversations. And let's hope we have many more. All right. Thanks so much for being here. I love it. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for joining me. You know, being a solo can be incredibly rewarding when you have the right guidance, resources, and community to help drive your business vision. The great news is that's exactly what you'll get with Simplify and Multiply. You've just listened to another episode of the Simplify and Multiply show with Terry Pappy. If you want to get free marketing and business development tips, templates, trainings, and more, head over to simplifyandmultiply.com and sign up. Learn how you can grow your business the easy way. That's simplifyandmultiply.com to join our growing community of amazing, talented solopreneurs out to simplify their business, multiply their income, and make a big impact in the solopreneur economy.